My name is Erica Talia McCarthy, and I use gratitude as a cornerstone for attracting everything I want in my life. I am here to show you how to reduce stress, create great habits, and develop a winning mindset that will allow you to create the life of your dreams by planting gratitude seeds and watching your gratitude garden grow. Come on my journey with me as I share what has worked and what has not worked in my life. Let's manifest, change our mindsets, and make this world a better place together. Welcome to the Gratitude First Garden. I am so happy you are here. Hey God, it's me. God, I have been having such a strong desire lately to get back on stage and act and do plays again. You know how much plays have really lit me up and made me feel so amazing. I had so much passion and I felt so alive when I was on stage and making people laugh or doing a serious monologue and making people really feel and think. And I've just been feeling so called lately to go back to acting. But God, I mean, you know how my memory is. You know that I have a horrible memory. And God, I mean, I have no idea how you helped me remember my lines all those years ago when I used to act. But now that I'm older and I have a horrible memory, I mean, I don't know how I'm going to be able to memorize my lines. I I know that I want to act, but I don't know how. I don't know if I'm going to be super forgetful and like get on stage and literally forget everything that I'm supposed to say. I mean, I remember we had books of of lines that we had to memorize. And I just don't know how I'm going to be able to do that now. I have such a strong desire in my heart, God, to go back to acting, but I'm almost just ready to throw in the towel and just say, forget it because I'm limited. I'm limited as to what I can do because my memory is just really, really horrible. I would love some guidance on this. Like, Should I just give it all up because I have a horrible memory, God? Or should I just go for it and try anyway? Thank you so much for your guidance. Amen. Erica, it's all an illusion. Stop letting your circumstances define you.
my gratitude first gardeners let us close our eyes and take a deep breath in and a deep breath out and let us take a moment to show a bit of gratitude today the holidays are among us and this is such a beautiful time of year to spend with your family and with your loved ones and I just want to take a moment to first of all say thank you to our amazing family and loved ones and for their love and their support and their amazing conversations and their hugs and their well wishes and their advice and their wisdom and their help and support in all of the the ways in which they are so wonderful to us i just want to acknowledge them and say thank you so much and while we're at it let's just acknowledge and thank the people who help us day in and day out whether they realize how much they're helping us or not you know our teachers who take such good care of our children thank you so much the people who help us in our businesses, our assistants, and, you know, with so much going on, if it wasn't for the help of assistants or your team members, your business would not run, right? So thank you, thank you, thank you to all of our assistants and team members and the people who help us to keep our businesses afloat. Thank you to our customers and our clients who also keep our businesses afloat because, you know, if they weren't investing in us and our services and our products, there would be no business, right? So we're so thankful for you today. Thank you so much for our neighbors who wave to us and who start friendly conversations with us. Our co-workers at our 9 to 5 who always pitch in and help and who just laugh with us or give us words of wisdom or even a kind word or a smile. Anyone else in our lives, maybe the people who help to pet sit our pets or maybe, you know, if you hire people to help you do any outside work around the house or inside work, maybe they clean for you or, you know, maybe people who help you cook your meals or maybe people who come over and watch your children when you want to have a date night with your significant other. How about thanking your significant other and our children, right? I mean, they are a part of us they are a piece of us and we are so 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 grateful beyond words for them right anyone that you can think of right now to show a bit of gratitude for you know i want us to just take a moment just and even total strangers maybe somebody who just smiled at you as you were walking past them at the grocery store you know the the malls are absolutely crazy right now (laughs) so you know maybe somebody allowed you to get into a parking space when you were circling around the parking lot for 30 minutes trying to find a parking space right let's just take a moment to acknowledge anyone and everyone in our lives um and just say thank you 
And I also want to show a bit of gratitude and I want to send my prayers and my warm wishes today to anyone who is lonely this holiday season. Anyone who may have lost someone, you know, either during the pandemic or just for other reasons, if you have lost someone, my prayers go out to you right now. Maybe you're going through something like a separation or a divorce, and maybe this is like the first holiday where, you know, maybe your kids are going to spend Christmas without both of their parents in the house. Maybe you're splitting up the holiday, and I just, you know, my heart goes out to you right now, and I send healing and prayers to your family, and I want you and your family to have a magnificent holiday no matter what the circumstances look like maybe you you can't travel this holiday season maybe you know you usually get to travel to see your family and because everything that's going on you're not able to travel i want you to know that i'm thinking about you and you're in my heart and i hope that you get to connect with your family via zoom or phone or some other way I'm, you know, I'm just so sorry that you can't see your family and I'm praying that next year or sometime soon you get to travel to see your family. You know, maybe you're in a hospital bed right now and I remember being in a hospital bed on Christmas Eve and I just broke down crying to my brother and, you know, I said, I don't want to be in a hospital on Christmas Eve, right? This was a few years ago. And even last year around Christmas time, I was very, very sick, you know, and I had to go to the hospital. And it just seems to be (laughs) something about me and Christmas, you know, where, um, you know, something seems to happen as far as my health. But I remember being in a hospital bed on Christmas Eve and just crying and crying and crying and crying and just, you know, telling my brother that I did not want to be in a hospital on Christmas. And so thank God I was discharged on Christmas Eve. So I got to spend, you know, Christmas outside of the hospital with my family. I'm so thankful to God for that. But, you know, if you are in a hospital bed right now, I want you to know that I am giving you the biggest virtual hug that I can possibly give to you. And I want you to hang in there. And I want you to know that you are strong and you can make it out of that hospital bed and you can get your health back and you can live you know a wonderful healthy happy life and i want you to know that although you might be in the hospital this holiday season know that you have people who love you and who are thinking about you and who just want nothing but the best for you and who are cheering you on and just praying that you can get up out of that hospital bed so know that you're not alone like i am with you energetically and i know how it is you know i know how it is to be sick um during the holidays i know how it is to 
be in a lot of pain during the holidays and this is supposed to be like such a happy and joyous time of year and I just want you to do whatever you can to keep your spirits up I want you to try to laugh I want you to try to watch as many funny videos as you possibly can you know if you can call someone who always cheers you up and makes you laugh you know just reach out to them right do some sort of fun activity maybe you can you know if you have enough strength you can draw a picture or ask someone to give you some paints and paint a picture or just you know just just do something that brings you joy right do something that makes you happy today and know that i am thinking about you and i'm so sorry i'm so sorry to everyone you know who is going through something this holiday season maybe you didn't have enough money to buy your kids the gifts that you wanted to buy them you know I remember how that is you know one of my son's first Christmases you know I'm so thankful for his dad you know I'm so thankful for his dad and even though me and his dad are not together he's such an excellent father because I was barely able to buy my son anything you know that Christmas and that really broke my heart and his dad stepped up and he got him the most amazing gifts you know just he he really you know lifted my son's spirit and lift you know my son's face to see his face like all lit up you know after he saw all of those gifts under the tree and his dad you know is just so amazing he's such a great provider And if it wasn't for his father, you know, my son, you know, I know that my mom definitely would have gotten him some gifts and my mom did get him gifts that year. Right. But, you know, his dad really, really, really stepped up there um, and, and really helped. And I'm just so grateful for that. So, you know, if you weren't able to get your kids something this year for Christmas, You know, I want you to know, I know how that is. And I'm just praying for abundance and for blessings for you next year. I'm praying that the floodgates open up as far as money is concerned and that you're able to provide, you know, the best possible Christmas for your kids next year. I know how it is to to ask yourself, you know, my God, am I even going to be able to give my child something this year? I know exactly how that feels, you know, and maybe you don't have someone in your life that can step up, right? Like my son's dad or like my mom, right? But I want you to know that regardless, your kids love you. You are an excellent parent. You are doing an excellent job. And, you know, yes, I know how hard it is to say, like, I can't get my kids a gift this year but just know that your love and your support and the fact that you're such an amazing parent means so much more 
to your kids than a, a physical toy, right? So just continue to be the best parent that you can possibly be. And do, you know, just try a fun activity. Try to make something, right? Oftentimes when we create something, whether it's just drawing a picture or doing something fun and creative, you know, a lot of times when we create something it turns out to be a lot better and our kids and our loved ones appreciate it a lot more than just buying a physical gift anyway right so if you have something around the house where you can just create something really fun for your children you know I would just encourage you to do that you know instead and your kids will keep that creation forever they might not play with the toys next week right (laughs) you know how kids are they'll play with their toys for like a good week and then they'll forget about it right so they might not even play even if you did buy them a toy it might just be in the corner next week right but something that you create from the heart your kids will be able to cherish that forever. And I am just praying that God floods your household with abundance and wealth and money and resources um, for next year, right? So whatever you are going through, my loves, I just, I just, you know, (sighs) I just feel you in my heart and I want to say that I am praying for you and that I love you and you're not alone because there's always somebody thinking about you whether you know that person physically in this 3D world or not you know there's always someone thinking about you and praying for you and you are never alone and if you are struggling with anything right now I want you to know that what goes down must come up it's a law it's a law of the universe and god is not going to let you stay down forever you have to come back up so i want you to just muster as much strength and as much faith as you possibly can to know and understand that you will come out of this whatever you're struggling with right now you will come out of this if you just lost your job if your business isn't doing as well as it could do if you are struggling to buy yourself groceries right like I know how that is right one of my friends had to help me buy groceries right like I know how all of this is you guys how to just struggle or to be sick or to you know, have your kids in a split household or to wonder if you can even buy your kids gifts. I know I've gone through it all, my loves. And I want you to know that it does get better. What goes down must come up. So please try to have as much faith. Please try to laugh as much as you can. And it's not to like skate over your problems and forget that they exist and to ignore them. But just know that laughter, you know, it lifts your spirits and it brings in more blessings and more things to be grateful for so just try to laugh as much as you can this holiday season and just know that you will get out of this things will turn around so i am so grateful for all of you my gratitude first gardeners god you guys have been rocking with me for years we've been doing this for a few years now and i i love you so much thank you thank you thank you thank you thank you from the bottom of my heart 
I pray for you more than you can ever imagine. I ask God to bless each and every one of you. Bless your families, bless your lives, bless your health, bless your businesses, bless your relationships, bless your marriages. I pray for you so much, whether I've ever talked to you or I've interacted with you or whether you know me personally or not, just know that someone is always praying for you. I love you so much. I'm so grateful for you. And just please take a few moments to reflect on the people that you're grateful for. And um, we will start the show after this short break. a great day, a great week, a great month. (laughs) Happy Christmas Eve Eve. (laughs) Oh wait, actually by the time I put this episode out, um, it's probably going to be either Christmas Eve or after Christmas. So have whatever... Whenever you guys listen to this or watch this, I hope you have a fabulous Christmas. And if you do not celebrate Christmas, I hope you have a wonderful holiday season or you are having a wonderful holiday season. Yay! (laughs) Don't you guys just love this time of year? Oh my God. I love Christmas time. I love like... I love the winter, but I hate the cold. (laughs) But you guys, oh my God, I just went on an amazing walk this morning in the middle of the woods. It was so nice. It was so nice, you guys. Like the ducks were out in the little 
pond lake thingy it was so nice and i was there all alone i guess i was the only one who was crazy enough to walk outside in the morning in this weather <laughs> but that's okay um because it was just me and nature and it was it was absolutely beautiful it was just what i needed um this morning so yay what are you guys doing this holiday season i want to know i want to know um your traditions i want to know your family traditions me and my family we do a lot we have a couple of traditions right so we um first of all one of the traditions is to open up one gift on christmas eve and then the rest on christmas day Recently, we've also developed a tradition where we watch, um, it's called uh, the Black Nativity. It's like this, this play. And the first year, my mom and I went to see the play. But then with COVID, we had to watch it like online last year. So we're going to do that again. And then, of course, we go and see the Christmas lights, which is going to be fun. So those are some of our traditions. So what do you guys do? I would love to know. So come and let me know <laughs> on Instagram at Gratitude First, Gratitude1ST, or on YouTube on the Gratitude First YouTube channel, or you can even email me at hello at gratitudefirst.com. Uh, yeah, is that right? That's right. <laughs> Hello at gratitudefirst.com. Yeah, I want to know what you guys, uh, what your traditions are, whether you celebrate Christmas or not, whatever holiday you celebrate, I want to know your traditions. And send me some family pictures if you guys want to. Like if you guys, one of my friends, she does um, this pajama thing where her whole family dresses in the same um, types of pajamas. I thought that was, oh, it's so cute. And she did um, Christmas cards um, some years with the family in their pajamas. So super, super cute tradition. So yeah, I want to know what you guys are doing. Um, and or if you don't celebrate Christmas, what holiday do you celebrate? And what are the traditions around that holiday? I would love to know. Okay, you guys, so we're gonna jump into this episode. Um, and today we are going to talk about how this is all an illusion. <laughs> now, before you <laughs> before you click off, you guys, I'm not going to get all like weird <laughs> and woo-woo on you. I'm going to try to keep this as like practical as possible. I thought this through. I did some meditations on it. Actually, when I was out in the woods this morning, this idea popped into my head. So thank you, God, for the wonderful idea. But um yeah, this is all an illusion, you guys. And what I mean by that is if you are holding yourself back right now because you're like, oh, I was born into this certain type of family, so I automatically, you know, can't get ahead, right? And don't get me wrong, you guys, I'm not downplaying any circumstances, right? We all have like our family issues. We all have things in our family that may not have been, you know, so ideal, right? Maybe we grew up with a single mom and the, you know, our dad wasn't 
really present. Maybe we didn't have, you know, the best, we didn't grow up in the best school systems. So, you know, automatically we, you know, didn't have the best education that we could have possibly had. Maybe in our family, you know, it was a lot of like living paycheck to paycheck. And there were so many, um, you know, negative, um, like negative thoughts and negative feelings and negative ideals around money, right? And when it came to finances, and we always struggled, and we never got to see like our parents or our mom, like just really kind of like have a really good relationship with finances and money, right? So I'm not, you know, downplaying that at all, you guys, I've definitely experienced all of those things, and more like throughout my life. And my mom did an excellent job, right? But, you know, even with her upbringing or even with my grandmother's upbringing or even with my great-great-grandmother's upbringing or my grandfather's upbringing, right? Anyone can point to something, right, with their upbringing and say, oh, I wish that would have been different, right? No matter how amazing our parents were, no matter, you know, how much they tried, right? My mom would work like two jobs, you know, she always made sure that we had everything that, you know, we needed. And even with my son now, right? Like, you know, I know that there's things when he gets older, you know, he's probably going to come to me and he's going to tell me like, mom, you know, I wish that when I was little, you would have done this a little bit more with me. We don't have a manual. We don't have um, a book to tell us like, this is how you be like the best parent ever, right? This is how you win the parent of the, you know, of the decade award, right? <laughs> there's not that manual, you guys. And so, you know, I want to encourage you that, you know, first of all, I want to say that no matter what your circumstances, my heart goes out to you. And I totally understand, you know, if we haven't grown up in the most ideal circumstances, or we wish like this would have been different, or that would have been different. And it can even come down to where we live, right, you guys, like, sometimes we can say, man, you know, if I would have grown up in this city, or if in this country, you know, I would have had a much better head start. If I would have grown up with these types of values, right, I would have had a much better head start. If I would have grown up, you know, um, in a family that, were, both of my parents were like entrepreneurs. As I'm starting this business now, I would have had a much better head start. And we all have our things, you guys, that we feel could have been better. But what I want to say is that don't allow those things to hold you back. It is all an illusion. And what I mean by that is that even though you may not have had the best, you know, the most ideal circumstances surrounding you, it doesn't mean that you still can't get ahead, right? We hear all, we hear stories of, of, you know, amazing people who were homeless, amazing people who literally were on government assistance, amazing people who came from abusive families, right? Amazing, you know, these people were able to do the most amazing things with their lives, regardless of their circumstances, you know?
know. So I don't want that to be like the thing that holds you back in life. I don't want it to be the thing that you say, well, you know, I didn't have, you know, I didn't grow up in the best school system. So now, you know, I'm reading at like a fifth grade level. And, and now, you know, how can someone who's reading at a fifth grade level, you know, be a successful business owner? Do not allow those circumstances to hold you back because it doesn't have to, right? If you don't allow it to be that thing that is your, you know, why didn't you do that because of this thing? If you don't allow it to be that thing, you guys, it won't be that thing, right? It will not be that thing. And so I want to encourage you to look above your circumstances, to fly above your circumstances and to say, you know, you know what, even though I didn't see you know, I didn't grow up with the best school systems. I know that I can still, you know, I can do this, right? Although both of my parents were entrepreneurs and I saw them struggling, you know, from paycheck to paycheck, I can still be a successful business owner, right? Although I've never seen a marriage that, you know, I don't know, like if you say like, oh, Erica, you know, I have this desire to be married and I want, you know, my marriage to be really happy and to last, you know, forever. But I've never seen a marriage like that. Although you haven't seen that, you guys, it doesn't mean that it can't happen, right? Do not let the illusion of your circumstances hold you back. Don't let that be your thing, right? Your, your thing that says like, oh, because of this, I can never have this. It's not true. And if you make a determination to have, you know, what it is that your heart is desiring right now, you might not have had the best circumstance, the best upbringing or the best education, but you can still get a scholarship to that, that college if you work really, really hard. You know, if you find some way to get some type of mentorship or tutoring, you know, if you look for a program, if you don't have the funds, if you look for some type of program that offers scholarships, you know, um, to, to certain students, right, where you can, or they have a, a sliding scale where you can pay less for your tutoring or mentorship, right? There's there's always a way, you guys, if you really dig, dig, dig deep enough, and if you really look for the resources, there's always a way. And sometimes it just takes you opening your mouth and saying, I desire this, but I don't know how to get it, right? If you just start talking to people and you start saying, you know, talk to people who are where you want to be, right? It Talk to the successful business owners. But sometimes we're so afraid, we hold ourselves back because because of our ego, because of our pride, because we say, I don't want them to know that I'm struggling, you know, in this area. And we don't, you know, open ourselves up to people. And we don't say, you know what, I'm desiring this, I want to do this, but I don't know how or I'm scared, right? Sometimes it's okay to say I'm scared, right? I was talking to someone recently, you know, about my relationships. And I was like, you know, I, 
feel like I have this, you know, idea of what I want out of a relationship and out of a marriage, but I don't know how to get there, you know, and she helped me, you guys, she guided me and she gave me some really good advice, but it took for me to step out of my bubble and to step out of my comfort zone and to say, you know, this is what I desire. This is, you know, what I have in my head or in my heart as my ideal, but I have no idea what I'm doing and I don't know how to get there. And I don't know step one and all of the things that I have done up until this point, obviously they haven't worked, right? Because, you know, I'm not in that ideal relationship, right? I'm still single. And so she really gave me a lot of great perspectives, you guys, and she really helped me to open my my eyes and to see, well, maybe, you know, you can tweak your ideas a little bit in this area. But yeah, this idea is spot on, right? And I was talking to someone who was where I wanted to be, like she's happily married, you know, she she knows, you know, what it takes to have that happy ideal marriage and that happy family. And so I was like, you know, I need to go to someone who's where I want to be, right? And I need to be vulnerable enough to say, I want this, but I, you know, everything that I've done up until this point, I don't know what I'm doing wrong, right? Like, obviously, it it hasn't worked. And so what am I doing wrong? Point me in the right direction, right? And sometimes you just have to be vulnerable, you guys, and you cannot allow your circumstances to continue to hold you back. Rise above your circumstances and say, you know what? I didn't have the best head start, right? I might have this disease that's holding me back. Like I uh, some of you guys know that I have, um, I was diagnosed with lupus some years ago. And although a lot of times it's dormant and I don't even know that I have lupus, sometimes it comes and hits me like a freaking ton of bricks, you guys. And sometimes I'm in the hospital. Sometimes I cannot walk. Sometimes I'm in excruciating pain, right? And sometimes it's just, it when it comes, it comes like a freaking bulldozer, right? But I could say like, oh, well, I don't know when my lupus is going to flare up. So I'm just going to not pursue my dreams. I don't know the next time I'm going to have to go to the hospital. And I claim that I continue to be healthy right now. Amen. But you know, I could I could let that hold me back. And I can say, you know, I'm not going to take this trip because I may get sick on this trip, or I may do something that activates and flares up my lupus. And I could let that that diagnose that that diagnosis hold me back for the rest of my life. But I decided to live my life. And I decided to say, no matter what my circumstances, I'm going to rise above and I'm going to live my life. And if it comes, it comes, I'm going to do what I need to do, go to the hospital, take the medications, pray, you know, make sure I'm eating healthy, watch my lifestyle, watch my diet, right? I'm going to do what I need to do, but I'm not going to allow the fact that I was diagnosed with a chronic illness, you know, that 
they say that I will have for the rest of my life. I'm not going to allow that to hold me back. So I want to encourage you to rise above your circumstances and to say, no matter, you know, although I didn't have the best head start, I'm still going to do and accomplish what I want to do. This is all an illusion. I'm not going to allow the fact that this and that and this and that happened in my life to hold me back. Okay, so I just want to give that message of encouragement today. Your circumstances do not define you. Your upbringing does not define you. You know, what happened in your past or even what you did in your past, you may feel guilty or shame around some of the things that you've done in your past, right? I have felt guilty about plenty of things, you guys. Some things that, you know, only my mom knows, right, about me that I have done in my past. But it's just like, you know, you can't allow that guilt and that shame to hold you back, you guys. You have to forgive yourself because God, the creator source, has already forgiven you. So as long as you understand like, okay, you know, that was a poor judgment call. I'm not going to do that again, right? As long as you learn from those mistakes and you you know, ask for forgiveness, right? Or, you know, if you have done something to somebody else, you go to them and you say, look, I effed up and I'm sorry, right? As long as you do that and you recognize and you own up to what it is that you did and you say, I've learned, I've grown, I've evolved. I'm not going back down that road again. God has already forgiven you. So don't continue to beat yourself up. Don't continue to say, because I did this, 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 and this in my past, you know, I don't deserve what X, Y, and Z, right? It's not true. And so if, even if your circumstances are something that were out of your control, like the, the, household that you grew up in or whatever, or if it's something that you did yourself, like something that you're not proud of, something that you're ashamed of, something that you can only tell like your mom or your dad or you're, you're holding it to your grave, right? You, you feel like you can't tell anyone, right? No matter what that is, you know, do not let that shame and that guilt hold you back. You're still deserving of whatever it is in your heart, right? You're we're human. We all have our skeletons. We all do our stuff, right? We all have things that we're not proud of and that we wouldn't like have a microphone out on the street, like blasting to everyone. Hey, I did this. Like <laughs> we all have that stuff, right? We all have those things that we can only tell one person or two people, or maybe we're like, man, I'm taking this to my grave, right? But don't allow that to hold you back. You guys, you still deserve whatever it is in your heart. And you can use that story if you feel called to, you can use that story to help others. Like, don't do this, you guys, because this landed me in jail. Don't do this because this caused my divorce. Don't do this because this got me in trouble with, you know, whoever, right? Don't do this because, you know, this will never leave. Once you do this, you know, it's going to be there forever. You can never erase it. So sometimes you can use your skeletons to be a story in to help other people who are going down that same path, you guys. So never underestimate your skeletons and do not allow your skeletons to hold you back. Don't allow that guilt and that shame to hold you back because you, you deserve what it is that's in your heart. 
All right, my loves, I hope that helped. I love you so much and I will talk to you next time. Have a great day. Bye. first podcast. Remember to subscribe for more positive episodes that plant seeds of goodness. Let's be friends on social. Come say hi to me on Instagram at gratitude first. If you resonated with this episode, please leave a comment and spread the word about the podcast by telling everyone you know. I love you. Stay blessed and manifest those dreams. Have a magnificent day, Gratitude Gardeners.